Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we watch Minute 87, which opens with Peter and Gwen having a spat and ending a minute later with some trembling bread. I have very proudly named this minute Bread. <laughs> yep. and it's some good looking bread too like i would like that it really bread. is like nice looking bread to be honest yeah it looks like it's got that nice solid outside to it with just like, like crunch. You can, yeah you can tell the core though is just mm, nice and warm and just soak Soft. that butter up that butter will uh, you could melt the butter as it touches it it's just and oh. now we're making me hungry yeah <laughs> i might go get some bread then i kind of want bread <laughs> Uh, yeah so i feel like i needed to name this minute bread because of all of the bread references yes there's just i think that bread is a metaphor here for for something i'm yeah i'm not entirely sure what it is Mm. but we'll discuss it more when when we get to the speech okay okay uh let's let's start with i love this moment of gwen trying to stop peter yeah and like i love how they animated her mask like you can see the pain in her face without having any of her actual facial features yeah it's great yeah and i love her like the the way the way she says i've been there mm-hmm. and like had that like it, it makes me feel like it was when she first met this peter and she's like oh i already know what that like talking to someone who isn't in your life anymore yeah because she you know lost her peter and Mm -hmm. so having to see this peter like i feel like it might even be harder for her because she's still like hanging out with this peter uh (laughs) and whereas this is just a kind of brief interaction with mj that our peter has to go through yeah uh i do laugh at this interaction uh for two reasons when he when peter runs into mj finally and he just goes oh wow (laughs) and then i become gwen because she just has this like face palmed like i'm so embarrassed that he's even here right now kind of look and i'm like same gwen I do like the way that she just, MJ just pops up out of nowhere. Like, right. <laughs> it's just a great turn, pan, and bam, there she is. And then we get to the bread speech. Yeah, the bread speech is so good. Just the way he's so, like, yeah. So, I'm like, I love how they like made MJ like be weirded out by it. She's like, uh, okay (laughs) yeah and they do such like this is the only really time that we interact with um mj in a not public manner because we have Mm -hmm. the um we have her giving the speech to the crowd at peter's funeral but this is really the only time where she's like it's I feel like the only real inner or the real characterization we get of her. Um, yeah. And it like, it makes sense. She is a tertiary character in this story. Like it, yeah. it would be a little weird to have more of her, 
I, I feel like versus like the amount of May, like if we yeah. had if we had the same amount of May and MJ uh, as if we had the same amount of MJ as we did Aunt May, then that mm. would just be weird because they kind of fill similar roles. Yeah. And I feel like Aunt May does a better job, fills the role better for Miles than mm-hmm. what like MJ would represent because it's Peter's parental figure and like Miles is uh dealing with his parental figures. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. My favorite line is at the end, after Gwen jumps in and goes like, We'll get that bread for you right away, ma'am. And Peter just goes, For you they should fill this this place up with fresh bread. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh Yeah. <laughs> Just go and check in with Peter. Like, hey, you came in? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, good. Because we're not getting bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine if he wasn't okay and he just tried to get as much bread as he could to give to her? <laughs> just like a Peter in a much worse place. No! Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. I, I like to think that maybe Gwen did tell a waiter, though, so they did get their bread. Yeah. Maybe Peter. Maybe Peter was like, hey, uh, Table 12 needs bread. All the bread you can get. <laughs> yeah. Get them. Like, Gwen has to, like, pull them away. Like, just, just get a bread. Just get a bread, okay? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, Noir does it just to, like, so Gwen. <laughs> like, right. that's, what, that's what he was doing this whole time, like, is he was getting them bread. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm like, hey, table it. twelve needs more bread. <laughs> yeah, and I like, um, yeah, and and like you had mentioned before, uh, MJ's facial expressions are, are so good at just conveying how weird of a conversation this is mm-hmm. uh, for for her, and yeah, it's 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 really funny. I think what I appreciate most about her facial expressions during the speech are um, she not only expresses like confusion but you can tell she's also uncomfortable and oh yeah like, you know what yeah that's very true like you get uncomfortable yeah because <laughs> stuff like that's happening you're like i'm i want to leave now yeah they do a really good job of portraying it realistically mm-hmm. do you have anything else about the speech yeah just um to capstone the whole like speech that peter was giving to mj like it really helps mm-hmm. punch what peter is trying to give up um is that he had this you know really close relationship with his mj and he's willing to like he's pretty much given up on that uh and realizes that like miles now is like becoming that family that he wanted and he yeah we'll get to it again in in a couple minutes um but this just Mm -hmm. like punching the way he he reacts to seeing mj is like he's willing to give that up to save everybody and and whatnot and he's giving up his family um and kingpin has says the line you know i'm just sorry my family can't see what we're doing tonight and it's Mm -hmm. like this sort of opposite of peter's willing to give up the family that he had to save other people whereas kingpin is um giving up other people to save the family that he yeah trying to save the family that he had 
Yeah, the only other thing I have in my notes, and this is moving on. Yeah. Is at 54 seconds, we see a character, and then we get a shot of the bread on the table. Yes. It's a great little bread. Um, but that character, is he supposed to be a reference to someone? Yes, so it's... Yeah, because I was going to say, that's a very distinct design, and they kind of hold on him for a bit, so... Yeah, so the um, right before they focus in on him, the shot mm-hmm. of the like table he's sitting at is mm-hmm. a cameo from Danny uh, Dimian and... Uh, I really thought you were about to say Danny DeVito. Like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. Danny Dimian, who is the visual effects supervisor, and then Joshua uh, Beveridge is the animation supervisor, and I believe Joshua is the one that they, or Josh is the one that they, they focus in on. Um, he's also one of the the people in the animators commentary. Uh, oh. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he, he's telling me, he goes, "Oh, hey, that guy looks familiar." <laughs> one of the other people points him out, and he's like, "Yeah," and he he does a lot of the. Uh, talking in it, um, okay. mostly because he was the supervisor, so he you know has a lot. I mean, of yeah, he kind of knows what things. he's doing. He's yeah, what um, he's talking but about. I mean, the the other animators were you know people that worked on it, like they have knowledge as well. It was just yeah, um, yeah. And those were the only two that I could find out were cameos. Like there might be some uh-huh. cameos and just people's faces in the background, but it could also just with be those two, yeah, random. Those people two were like the ones that were called out. Yeah, the yeah. Um, yeah, they were called out in the um, mm-hmm. the director's commentary. Yeah, I just because I'm like, they, they hung on that character for a while. Who was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> and like, Harvey was like, is he supposed to be like a, a, a Spielberg? Because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks Spielberg-ish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do you have anything else to add on for this minute? Since that's everything, I think we can talk about the alt scene now. And so this scene takes place essentially at the end of the minute um it happens okay. right before the um it the bread shakes and then the camera pans down but okay. uh what happens is we see the spiders walking into the kitchen and they run into tombstone standing in there waiting for them and tombstone asks what do they have there and so Nora's like, you know, the usual, just list off a bunch of old-timey foods, one of them being liver. Um, <laughs> but, like, while while that's happening, Peter keeps putting up his fists, like, ready to fight, and Gwen keeps putting her hands over and, like, putting them on top of them to lower them. And he does it, like, three times. Um, just, I'm just picturing it, and I love it. And and then Tombstone, like, they have a silver platter there with the, the lid on top that they're walking through. Mm-hmm. And so Tombstone lifts, lifts that off, and it reveals a naked spider ham with just the mask on and, like, an apple <laughs> in his mask. And, like, <laughs> and Tombstone laughs, and he's like, <laughs> they even put a, like, mask on, on the thing. That's what we do. Yeah. And then... <laughs> He puts it back on and says, like, you know, go through those doors. Uh, and right as they walk, right after they walk through the doors, he gets on his phone and he's like, yeah, they think we're dumb. <laughs> and it immediately cuts to Gwen and Peter both being like, wow, they're very dumb. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the bread shaking. 
Okay. I kind of want that back in. Maybe with a few edits. Yeah, I, I liked it because it okay. gave us a bit more of Tombstone. Yeah. And it, it was the callback to the, like, Tote Noir being like, it can't be that easy. And then they're like, it was that easy. And yeah. then this is the, like, yeah, they think we're that dumb. And then, it's like, an, I feel yeah. like it's been like, did that really just work? <laughs> yeah. So, like, Tombstone cutting back, just going, like, hey, boss, they're here. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice because, like, it does leave sort of that, like, wow, how could they get away with that? Like you were talking about, like, the only ones that ma- or the only person that matches the other waiters is Peter. And yeah. they were able to walk through because Kingpin let them walk through, essentially. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I kind of wish I was older, partly because I would love to see Spider-Ham like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Oh, that's a great alt scene. Yeah. Dang it, I wish that got added with a few tweaking. Yeah. A bit of tweaking here and there. But yeah. Mostly because I also just love the idea of just Peter raising his fist and gun rolling. Yeah. <laughs> so is that all? Yeah. That's all. Okay. Um, for that. Thank you all for listening to this week's set of episodes. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at, at Spiderverse Min, M I N. Or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Spiderverse Minute. Or you could shoot us an email at podcast at spidervereminute.com. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Until then, thanks for listening. Bye.